welcome to The Rob Burgess Show. I'm, of course, your host, Rob Burgess. On this, our 238th episode, our returning guest is Ash Burgess. You first heard Ash Burgess on over 30 previous episodes. For a complete list, check the show notes. Ash Burgess has a dusty degree in religious studies and an appetite for both high and low culture. She strives to celebrate the best of every season with her young children. Follow her on Instagram at Ash Burgess, all one word, and subscribe to her YouTube channel. And now on to the show. Welcome back to the Rob Burgess Show, Ash Burgess. I'm back. Yes, you are. We're not alone. We have a um, very sleepy but kind of talkative friend with us. Yes, we do. We've, we've been. Have I been on since we made a new friend? Oh yeah, we talked about him. I guess when he was a new one, that that time's kind of a blur for me. Yeah. No, but you've been on since then. Yeah, he, he's much more substantial friend than he was previously. He's probably like doubled in size. Oh, definitely. But uh, we have a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, are we splitting this into two episodes? Let's just see where the wind takes us. What did you want to talk about first? Well, we just finished watching a very riveting but very disturbing... I mean, several documentaries, really, but, like, the most recent one, Love Has Won. Yes. Um, I guess, as a preface, we should say, um, some of you who may be familiar with me probably know that my degree is in religious studies, so... And I did um, take kind of a special interest, I guess, in two different areas. One of them was uh, nascent Christianity, and the other one was in new religious movements, or as, you know, people often call them, cults. Which, I mean, I have, you know, I have feelings and thoughts about that word, but just, you know, as a general mm-hmm. intro into, like, what we're going to talk about. So I, ha- I have kind of an academic background as well as just, you know, I've maintained a personal interest in the topic. Yeah. And so Love Has Won was a group that we actually had heard about. I think you brought them to my attention a few years ago whenever this, whenever kind of the big news about them kind of first broke. You, I think, showed me. Did you show me a news story? Yes, and we should say for anyone that doesn't want to know what happens. No, I, I don't, I don't. I you think, don't do spoiler I don't alerts think, for news news events. Well, there's. It wouldn't be possible for us to talk about this without completely spoiling it. True. And I feel like either you heard the news about this already, and so totally already know yeah. the conclusion. Or this is the first time you've heard about this and just, you know, get ready to find yeah, out. Yeah, I guess you it. may as well know what happened in the end. But, like, I knew the ending, obviously, and I had shown you the news story before I knew much else about the prologue to this. So. Well, it was interesting to me because when you showed me that story about them, <clears throat> that was about kind of the end, although I guess apparently the group's not really over, but basically the end of them was also the first time I'd ever heard of them and... I hadn't heard anything else about them since until we saw this documentary. So I feel like maybe a lot of people didn't know about Mm -hmm. them. You know, it's not something that I've heard anybody like mention between the time that the news story first broke. And then now when the documentary is out, I'm sure people will be discussing it more. Yes. So for people that don't know, a woman named Amy Carlson... Um, also known as, I mean, she has a lot of names, as she said. Um, God. God. Mother God. 
Mother Love God, I think, maybe? Or, or I don't just... know if it was Mother Love. It was like Mother of All No, sorry. Mother Love Bone was a grunge band. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was but a different thing. I think just she was just Mother God or Mother of All Creation God. Yes. Like, just, she was she was basically, basically she's, just she's God, I think, God. was she was fine with just being called God. Well, I, I emphasize the mother part for reasons that I'm sure we're Oh, sure. Into. I think the mother aspect was very important to who she was, but... I think the real notable features about this group are that it was it was a seemingly I I didn't get a clear number on who exactly was in the group but the actual physical group members it wasn't a huge group. At the peak, I think I read that it was between 25 and 40. Yeah, like enough people that you could all be kind of like squatting in a house together. Yeah. Not so it wasn't a large group, but what there are a couple things about it that are super notable. First of all, as we've mentioned, the leader was a woman, although there are some issues with that that we might delve into in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But still, it is uncommon. Mm-hmm. If you think about most new religious movements that careen out of control, generally we see a guy in power. Yes, that's a usual thing. So I thought that was kind of a notable, interesting feature. And then another notable feature is kind of, you know, on the gruesome side... When we first, you know, when this story first came to our attention, it was because the leader was had deceit was deceased, mm-hmm. and that she was found. Um, basically, they refer to her as having been mummified. Just kind of the corpse was kept, mm-hmm. kind of wrapped up. Yeah. At you know for a prolonged period of time, at the home that you know the group members were living in mm-hmm. and had been kind of decorated mm-hmm. like there was like some sparkles i think painted on her eyes christmas and lights. she was wrapped up in christmas lights yeah. so just disturbing and bizarre mm-hmm. and i think that's what makes it notable is you know not only did was there this because i mean i'm sure there are lots of small weird groups operating all over mm-hmm. but the fact that this ended so gruesomely, although it didn't really end, because that's the interesting thing, is that apparently... And that was in 2021, so this yes. has been a couple years now. But apparently several, at least several of the people from this still seem to, you know, believe the things that they believed, mm-hmm. you know, at its height, and also, you know, they still seem like even the things that seem, you know pretty wild or maybe even delusional they seem to still you know be mm-hmm. fully committed to and still be operating in a similar fashion to how they were operating as a group even though they've kind of <clears throat> gone off on their own like uh, there was a few of them that are still living like many of them are living together maybe as like a twosome like a few mm-hmm. of them are roommates a couple of them are kind of homeless and camping but running a business together couple others are also still running another business together, all related to the original mm-hmm. business that they were doing. Because that was one part of the group, is that it was a group that was also kind of a business in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had several income streams. Yes. But going kind of back to the beginning. Well, yeah, a woman named Amy Carlson... She uh, works in McDonald's. She's a restaurant manager. Uh, she, seems she seems to, to quickly be, be rising. You know, rising. In the company. Yeah, she... she's uh, gaining more and more responsibility. She has she has several children, I think, from different relationships from different that she and she's no longer, I believe, in any of those relationships. 
her mother she also liked to had, party. Yes, her mother also had her when she was very young. Yes, her mother had her when she was very young also, and there were also kind of a backstory of, like, some unhappiness in her childhood having to do with, like, you know, parental struggles and yes. relationships and things. But bringing us to a point where, you know, she's this young mother, she seems like she's doing well in a kind of a very, you know, socially acceptable way as far as, you mm-hmm. know, rising the ranks in McDonald's and she likes to go out and party a lot, but that mm-hmm. doesn't seem that unusual, you know, given that she had her kids pretty young and she's like, you know, a very conventionally attractive mm-hmm. kind of person. But then she does ecstasy. Mm-hmm. And something happens because... I mean, she was maybe a little woo-woo before this, but, like... She goes from just whatever, you know, whatever she had going on to, in kind of, I think, a quote from her, she says, you know, that it was it was like, what is this wonderful feeling and why was this taken from me? Like, she saw the feeling of, you know, doing... Is it doing or being on? Is the correct terminology for when you're using the drugs? Oh, ecstasy. Yes. Like, would you say doing ecstasy, or would you? Say I think being ecstasy, on ecstasy. I've never done ecstasy, but I've listened to enough songs. But I'm just asking if, like, I termin- think rolling on ecstasy, okay. I think, is what people. So say. she, so she's rolling on the ecstasy, and she feels like the state that she's in while she's on the ecstasy is the state of being that a person should be in all the time, mm-hmm. not. That it's just the drugs, but that this is the actual true state that people should always be in. And from there, and there's more details that we'll kind of get in, you know, <clears throat> scaffolding of this. But basically, she then builds this group around just being super high and drunk all the time. Mm-hmm. Seems to be the main tenant of their group. But it's completely shrouded in very, like, kind of crunchy, new agey thoughts so it's sort of like you know just you know people are drinking and they're i assume doing a lot more ecstasy and like people are doing meth and just i think a lot of drugs and a lot of alcohol that seems to be the core of it is just to just be high or you know inebriated all the time but it's all wrapped up in this sort of larger story that she has crafted and sold to the people that are in the group mm-hmm. about how she is in fact god yes which is interesting because i don't know uh, ecstasy to be a drug that uh, encourages grandeur i guess and i was confused too because there are other that sounds like more like cocaine or something you know or meth even and there are other tales that i have heard of people who've done other drugs where something happened and they had some really weird experience psychotic break or something yes maybe. yes like a psychotic break but i thought that was more maybe even like maybe someone does acid and they have a psychotic sure. break or something but i just mean the whole thing about i am god like yes I that feel does like seem I've like a very of, cocaine type of thing yeah people and being coked out and saying things like that we only have the narrative that you know we have what she said about her experiences and what she related to other people we don't really know mm-hmm. maybe she was doing several drugs at once sure why are we just thinking just the one it's just in her in her telling of the it story was it was ecstasy we don't know if there were other things involved. But anyway, we know that later she was doing a lot of different things. Doing anything including, you know, drinking very heavily. Oh my god. 
But, but so she is Mother God, and then she develops a kind of narrative that mostly seems to be kind of a salad of various crunchy ideas. Kind of, she kind of starts to build it just from kind of ideas that she's maybe gathering and piecing together on the internet, it seems. And these are all ideas that are, you know, these are the kind of ideas that I've all, I've heard all of these ideas before. I don't think you've heard all of these ideas before. I feel like I have. Robin Williams? Okay, no, okay, yes, you're right. I stand corrected. The, all of the general <laughs> ideas of, like, it's she is in, con- she's in contact of... with some kind of powerful, godlike, alien-like beings that she calls the Galactics. I have heard a very similar story before, not only in, you know, anecdotally about other people that are having kind of intense, you know, growth experiences, but also just in my actual life in, you know, having met a lot of interesting people. I've known real people that were having a very similar story, like we're in contact with these powerful alien type of things that are giving us important information. The special detail about her story is that Robin Williams, as well as a kind of a cast of various other celebrities, mostly dead, but one notably alive. Yeah, we'll get to that. Are are these galactic beings, which I also, you know, one, one detail that I really didn't understand is, so she is saying that she is God, yet it seems that she is taking direction from these, that she calls them the galactics. But I wasn't clear on, does that mean that the galactics exist outside of Earth and are more powerful than the god of Earth and she's just the god of Earth? Why does she need the Galactics if she's, if she's God? If she's God, why, yeah, but th- that was not explained. But anyway, going back to what she, her narrative. I'm sure there's a so, very long YouTube video where she explains this. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, because when we'll talk about the role of social media here, getting getting into it, too. But So first of all, she seems to kind of be piecing together this just salad of New Agey ideas based on things she finds mm-hmm. on the internet. But then she finds... This older man who, you know, she they, they kind of talk a little bit on the internet and they sh- they agree a lot about, you know, maybe the, some of the things about the aliens and some other things about consciousness and, you know, various new age ideas that they're both kind of vibing on together. And so she goes to be with him, you know, I think in a in a physical romantic sense. And this this seems like one of these stories where you would think maybe he's using her because it's like this older guy and he's kind of lured this younger woman on the internet but it actually kind of ends up seeming almost a little bit the other way in the sense that he was he had some wild ideas but i think he was pretty benign mm-hmm. he was just kind of excited to be with her in like his trailer mm-hmm. she seems to have just kind of gathered more ideas from him and kind of honed her story and then springboarded from him to another guy mm-hmm. and the next guy that she goes to is so the first guy that she was with mm-hmm. is really kind of more about forming, you know, he really teaches her about all these pre-existing kind of crunchy, new agey, like, conspiracy type of ideas. But then this second guy, 
that she leaves the first guy for mm-hmm. is the money guy. Like, he more teaches her about, like, how to, like, use the internet mm-hmm. to make money off of, like, being kind of an internet guru or developing an internet follower. Following. So that's sort of what she uses him for. And And it is notable to say that, you know, each of these guys, when she's with them, she declares publicly to her followers or, you know, whoever that whoever's she's speaking listening. to. Yes, whoever, to whoever's listening. She declares that they are Father God. But Father God definitely has a inferior role to Mother God. Like, Father God supporting is kind of a supporting cast member, as evidenced by the fact that she, as Mother God, seems like whenever it suits her needs, kind of sweeps one father god to the side and there doesn't seem to be a big announcement when she's sweeping away father god but there seems to be like just a new role out of the next one so you know first we have the kind of older guy who kind of helps her perfect her ideas then she brings in and and that guy you know he should actually be happy he is, he's the only father god that really actually escapes the group because well, he just kind of, yeah, she just kind of leaves him and he's just kind of still in his trailer having his ideas on the internet or whatever. But next we've got Money Guy. Yes. She's with him for a while, but he never really leaves. She, he kind of gets shuffled off from the position of father god and he gets kind of shuffled off from the position of being her, I think, physical partner. Mm-hmm. But he's still hanging around and still very, very much the money person. And that, of course, comes comes to be important later. Mm-hmm. But in place of him, then she kind of brings in this sort of very young guy that I feel like, I guess, for lack of you know, a better word, we could call him the arm candy. And it's 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 weird because... In interviews with him... The trophy god. Yes. Although in interviews with him, it's weird because it's like he says he wasn't really attracted to her. He was just kind of in service to her doing what she wanted. So it's kind of... It's very bizarre. Mm -hmm. And then he seems to be quickly replaced, though, Mm -hmm. by this other guy who seems to be very emotionally attached to her and you, you do really feel for him when he is replaced by the final father god. Final so, boss. <laughs> father. The final father god who many of the group members actually blame for her ultimate demise. Which, based on the video and audio I evidence, think def- I think we definitely have a case. He definitely had a role to play. All I'm going to say is in the more current day interviews, he is the only interviewed party that's still wearing like ankle monitoring bracelet. Yeah. But wearing some furniture on his ankle for sure. But the second to last father god also stays in the group, as well as the the arm can arm candy guy stays there just kind of Only that first old guy is not yeah, with them yeah. by the end. So we got so. money guy, we got boy toy, we, and then we have the second to last father god who she names Father Multiverse. Which is... Basically, it, it's kind of like a sad second string position where it's almost like in an alternate universe, your actual father god, but I've decided to go with this other guy. Afterthought, afterthought god. Yes. Yeah, so that's kind of weird, and he's always kind of sadly hanging around, and he's like, he's definitely like taking orders more than he's like making decisions, but he is always there. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think he is still to blame. And that that's that's what kind of brings me to an important point that I wanted to make sure to make, which is that 
while I did note going into this that I thought one of the interesting features about this group is that it is one of the few, like, woman-headed um, groups like this that I've encountered, <clears throat> it's kind of disappointing when you actually get into the details and you see that technically it was woman-headed, but I feel like there were a lot of guys, while they were playing a subservient role to her in a sense, many of these father gods, each in their own way were kind of pulling the strings, and by the end, it was all them kind of puppeting her. Mm -hmm. And I think her agency was, like, diminishing rapidly, and it was really just these guys making various moves in the mm -hmm. end. So it is kind of disappointing that while it seems like this is, like, this woman-run cult, really, it, it really, you know, there, it was more complicated than that. And that's just something I wanted to be sure to note. Mm-hmm. Well, but she definitely put them in position to do that, though, and they do draw the correlation between all these various father gods and especially the last one and her previous relationships before she ever got. Yes, because started. they note that you know she was in some bad relationships where some people treated her badly, and she's like drawn to people that like don't treat her very well or maybe use her in some way. The thing is, I feel like of all the um, of all of her partners, I think Father Multiverse probably didn't really mistreat her that he didn't mistreat no. her worse than i mean to be fair i think all of the people in this group mistreated her and they're all culpable i mean she also mistreated them i mean like you know i think I've, I've heard it said you know about cults that it's i think we actually heard this in a different documentary that we wanted to talk about later but this is you know even beyond that i think just true by the end in these groups everyone is a perpetrator and a victim because it's I mean, basically a multi-level marketing scheme. You're making middle management out of people that are, like, believers and, like, bringing people in and, like... Right. Still, I'm just saying, beyond the incredibly egregious crimes that he took part in, I did feel like Father Multiverse wasn't really abusing her, yes, you know, I did as maliciously as... Yes, I sympathy for him in a way that I definitely didn't feel for... Financial guy was bleeding her financially, and... The final, ultimate, big yeah. boss father god was just, like, a roided-out meth head yes. with just, like, a lot of problems. Like, even the other group members seemed really alarmed and really scared of him and said some things indicating that they basically blame him for her, for her death, which is not fair because a lot of them were also very, very responsible. He definitely was the driving force there at the end, so I think we can definitely point the dirty end of the stick in his direction. So. Oh, we definitely can. But, I mean, coming back to what you said about multi-level marketing, that's the thing, too, is that this was kind of a business where they were selling just various things. I mean, they were trying to make money. You know, they had live streams. And healing they had sessions. people paying. They had, yeah, healing sessions that people would just pay various amounts of money for, sometimes a lot of money. Amazing. And then they also were just selling just kind of boxes of junk. I mean, you're just like a, a candle and like a random crystal that's supposedly chosen specially for you and like whatever mm -hmm. that were also like way overpriced. So they're making money that way. People are people are donating. And then also their big kind of product that they were actually producing for a while was colloidal silver. Oh my. Which turned talk out about, to be a mistake. Talk about getting high on your own supply there. Woo. Well, that was, I mean, the ultimate demise, of course, was that Mother God was having a lot of substance abuse issues. I mean, she was drinking heavily to the mm -hmm. point of becoming an alcoholic. She was simultaneously having a lot of food issues. Mm 
And sleeping. Yeah, well, well, I mean, she said that she'd overcome, she was slowly overcoming the need to eat or sleep, but also, I mean, in the autopsy, they did say that, you know, one of the co- one of the factors of her death was anorexia, mm-hmm. along with alcoholism, and then kind of the third part of that three-legged table was the colloidal silver, which she was in- consuming in incredibly large quantities. Which I had not really heard of colloidal silver all that much before this but apparently you had because it's like a known it's one of it's a known like a known crunchy thing it, it's the same people that are trying to sell you um essential oils might also suggest that you use a little colloidal silver for some like various concerns a that you little. may have and that's that's where that's where this comes in where it's like I'm not trying to persecute everyone that has used colloidal silver even though it seems like the evidence for its effectiveness is thin it also seems like using a very small quantity is probably not going to hurt you. Yeah, but... She was drinking large amounts of it just every day. Just I think, to a certain extent, in the hopes of compensating <clears throat> for... Like, I think that even like, though... I can drink if, as long as I have yes. my colloidal silver. Yes, like, it's like, it's kind out. of a bargaining where it's like, I can be an alcoholic... Although she had relabeled the alcohol as her medicine, along with all the other drugs that she was doing. Yeah, as many alcoholics I'm sure would. But I think she hoped to counteract the way that she, at some part, on some level, knew it was hurting her body by maybe matching the amount of alcohol with colloidal silver, or, Mm -hmm. you know, it seemed like she was taking in a lot of the colloidal silver, and... Claiming, of course, that Robin Williams was guiding her into right. like, how well, much she needed since to take you, in. Since you brought up our dear departed friend, Robin Williams, who was unfairly maligned at many points during this documentary. I felt bad because there were a lot of, you know, celebrities and artists and things that she mentioned who he are deceased. One of the Galactics mentioned. May, yes. may, maybe one of the main Galactics. It seemed that he was the main. Okay, tell. here another weird feature, sidebar, another weird feature <laughs> of this group is that... They, although I guess this aligns them with a lot of other crunchy groups that I've scraped up against, is that, and I'm sorry I'm using the word crunchy pejoratively, I think I'm very crunchy in some ways, but I also just feel like my red flag meter is, like, pretty, like, on, on par, you know, I'm You've not, seen I'm not gonna be, I've seen behind the curtain, I'm not, I'm not gonna be taken mm. by any of these groups, but mm. their commitment to kind of crappy, like, crafty, like, art projects, you know, like, the, the the vision board, the collage, a lot of, like, just like they, in the end, wrapped her in Christmas lights and put sparkles in her eyelids, which is, like, disturbing, but, like, in such a tacky way. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, just, like, poorly drawn rainbow-colored, like, murals and, like... So, going back to how I thought of that is that there's a collage that they've made of all the various celebrities that are the members of the Galactics, and... And Robin Williams was at the very top of the kind of pyramid-like... It was a kind of a pyramid-like collage of the celebrities. And he seemed like he was at the top, and he was frequently mentioned as being the one directly talking to her Mm -hmm. and giving her instructions, which I felt bad because it's like, how hurtful if you are like an actual friend or family member or loved one of Robin Williams Mm -hmm. to have his image used in this way. I mean, I guess if you, your friend or loved one's a celebrity, I'm sure weird stuff like this happens. It just seems deeply hurtful to me, and I felt like it was kind of upsetting. Yes. But weirdly, the one live member of the collage... Which I just... I have so many questions that will never be answered. This both does and doesn't make sense to me. Yes. 
Are you are you gonna say it? So on the vision board collage, I believe in between John Lennon and Tupac Shakur was Donald Trump. And it both does and doesn't make sense to me because I think there is a faction of people. It's 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 the people. It's the whole horseshoe theory. It's like you go so far one way that yeah, you come out the other side. There are there are people that you would think wouldn't be excited about some of the things that Trump has done or said due to other things that they have, you know, done or said or seem to believe, mm-hmm. but who seem to think that he's somehow secretly here to help us or something. And this group was very, very much into that. And in fact, in, at one point in it, one of the group members, because, and that's the interesting thing too, is that we can talk about what these people actually did and said because they created a lot of video footage of themselves. Yes. There's so, a lot of raw material to supplement this documentary. So in one in one video, one of the people talking was actually like excitedly talking about how they hoped that soon Donald Trump was going to come in his airplane to like pick up um Mother God because she at a point where she was like needing to go to like the spaceships or whatever. They were like, come on, Trumpity Trump, just get into your plane and come pick her up. And it was, yes. like, very, like, so, like, in believing and familiar and casual and just very weird. Yes. But, like I said, also weirdly believable. I mean, as weird. Like, I almost believe that more than I believe that Robin Williams is, like, coming. <laughs> Although it is weird company. Like, it's a weird company to keep. It's, yes, like, it really are, are these all these people really kicking it together? And also, why is he the one living member of this group? Well, I think going back to what we were saying about them rolling many different theories together into one salad or whatever, um, I de- definitely saw, especially near the end, a real QAnon bent oh, in yeah. their you know, belief system, I guess. And I'm sure that figures into the black oh, inclusion of living person Donald Trump. And I, I definitely feel like... One other interesting feature of this group is the fact that it was happening at a time when, you know, the internet is Mm -hmm. so vibrant and was such a part of how the group played out. You know, had this group occurred 20 years in the past or Mm -hmm. more or even, you know, even less recently than that or even more recently than that, but not quite as recently as it did... I imagine they would have had to recruit people in person, but they were really putting people together on the internet. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. she originally found the people that she hooked up with on the internet, and then they, as they built their business, they were doing their business over the internet. Like, Mm -hmm. all their various income streams were, you know, either, you know doing healing on the internet or having people donate money to them or selling their products over the internet. And then they were also live streaming Mm -hmm. and they were hoping to move towards, they talked about trying to move towards live streaming all the time. Mm -hmm. Although I think they even noted, like some of the group members even noted that interestingly, or maybe, you know, not surprisingly, they didn't say not that part about it not being surprising. I'm just adding that as my own commentary. But somehow the more time per, of the day that they spent live streaming, actually, the more terribly things were going in reality in their group. Mm-hmm. You know, because there might have been a window of time when things were sort of going okay in this group in the sense that it was like people were pretty happy in the house where they were all kind of staying. Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of money coming in. 
like yeah, a hundred, surprising hundred, hundreds of thousands of dollars. money coming in. Amazing. And people were joining the group, and they felt, and they were, of course, love bombing people as they <clears> arrived, <throat> and people felt so welcome and excited and loved. And I think that was like a lot of a lot of the draw beyond the just kind of. As one person said, you know, I showed up and they offered me some shrooms, I think it was, but then it was like they were talking about how they just were consuming more of various things than they thought was safe or had ever seen before. And I think that was happening constantly. But also just the love bombing, I think, is what really gets people. But still, these are people that they were just kind of meeting on the internet and these people were traveling to join them. Mm-hmm versus it wasn't like they were having to go out and like dance on street corners to like lure people in you know Mm -hmm. so i think that kind of changes the dynamic of the group a little bit in interesting ways and also just the fact that they were live streaming so we do kind of know what happens because we've seen a lot of views into what was going on even some very you know things became increasingly unflattering like when they were shivering and apparently displeased mother god and robin williams told her to take their space heaters in punishment yes well and it was so these things where like i said you know she kind of she and then the group at large kind of love bombed people originally to bring them into the group but then things definitely turned ugly and so yes like you mentioned we got to a point where it's like she was becoming you know and also as she i think was deteriorating physically mm-hmm. you know because she's drinking more and more heavily and she is becoming very angry with people and starting to do things like taking away their heaters because robin williams is mad and like various things like that and but for some reason people are just not leaving they're just clinging to her harder than ever yeah and she's deteriorating. She begins to deteriorate really rapidly. Like, it goes from her being this kind of, like, pretty, like, attractive-looking woman to just over the course of a few years, like, she has, like, sores and boils, and she begins to, like, lose her mobility, and her skin is turning weird, and her teeth are, like, cracking. Yeah. Which, I mean, is obviously because of all the things that she's putting into her body, but it is just, like, startling and of course these and and there's of course an explanation it's it's always interesting to me how and this kind of drew a parallel to me for um with like L Ron Hubbard how mm-hmm. <clears throat> you have kind of the leader of the group who's making a lot of claims about how we can transcend physical ailments like not only do we have we have technologies or we have medicines or we have you know this that or the other thing or spiritualities or whatever that we can transcend physical ailments. If you're sick, it's your fault because you're not, you know, doing the spirituality right or there's something wrong with you or you have embedded whatever, you know, there's always a narrative like that. Yet the leader themselves is like completely falling apart. And of course we see that again, but of course there's an explanation, which in her case is that she's taking on the pain of all humanity. And it's really humanity's fault because Mm -hmm. I think the pain is also here because not enough people have accepted the fact that she's God. And so because of that... So she wouldn't be in pain if more people accepted that she was God. That seemed to be what she implied angrily. Why does this cause her pain to I don't know, but she seemed God? to be very angrily implied. Why does God need other people to accept them to, like, feel less pain? That was not explained. Okay. I, d- I did You're know... You're the wrong okay, person, I guess, an- to ask an- Another feature... But... I mean, it's a very Jesus-like idea that I'm now in pain and going to suffer and sacrifice myself. I have to take like on the pain Jesus of all humanity. It's like if Jesus was a up. real asshole and was like, 
Yes, like if he nailed himself yeah, he onto nailed the himself cross, to the cross, and then <laughs> like, angrily berated, bang, bang, bang. and then angrily berated the crowd for like not believing him, You're and making he's like, me do this. <laughs> and also, like, yeah, why have you betrayed me? Not God, you. <laughs> yes, like I'm that's God, very, that's very much what she's me. doing. Yes, it was. It's a very twisted version of the Jesus stories. And I don't think we've mentioned anything about the dimensions here, too. And this is another idea that she just kind of like appropriated for her own thing. Yeah, but it's like. We live in a state of illusion or delusion, and we live in just the third dimension. And so they derisively refer to things as being 3D. Like, like we live in 3D world right now. The yeah, podcast is being recorded, so. and I'm sure listened to in 3D world. But she, in her state of inebriation, and also the Galactics, and this is what... She's trying but failing to wake the world at large up to live in 5D. What about 4D? Did 4D was not mentioned in her in her. I'd not Why hear 4D I... spoken of at all. <laughs> it's it's so far beyond 3D that it couldn't just be 4D. It has to be. It has. It, it wouldn't be enough to be like things are slightly more dimensional. It's like this dimension is so beyond what you're perceiving in your world of illusion that you just can't even, you're not even capable of imagining what this would be like because it's, there's so much more depth to the experience of the actual way that you should be so living. So they look down their nose at the people world. living in 4D even? I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that 4D, it's like you've skipped over it because it's just like, It's a buffer yeah. D. Right. Nobody's even stopping there. We're going five D. But it is kind of sad too. I mean, it's it's like she built this group, and obviously she was deeply in the wrong, and you know it's very terrible for everyone in the group. It's also sad to watch her then just completely fall apart, and <clears throat> these people can't take her to like a three D hospital. No. So instead, they're just like pouring alcohol down her throat. And like and colloidal silver, yeah, and pouring colloidal silver down her throat, and they're and they're saying that the colloidal silver is just this is the doctors don't want you to know about colloidal silver because then big pharma would go out of business, and they'll try to tell you that if you have too much colloidal silver, you're tone blue, but that's totally false. And th- literally, as they're talking about this and selling the colloidal silver, which to be fair, part of it might be the fact that they were making the silver themselves, and who knows if they were manufacturing it right. But she's like they were literally just doing it just, on that coffee table. <laughs> but she's turning blue. She's turning violet, violet, and um, it's so bad. And it's it's really sad to watch, even though it's she's so bad, terrible. Yeah, she's also terrible in the way where she obviously desperately needs help. Mm-hmm. Like, and her and she has loved ones out in the three D universe who are trying to help her, yeah. but obviously she's completely shut them down. I mean, she says she abandoned her children, which. All things considered, is probably better for the killed children than if she had brought yeah. them into the situation. Although, let's let's take a slight detour to talk about the woman who thought it was a keen idea to bring her children into this house of insanity. And yes, then there was a woman who brought children. Later burned down one of the residences oh, no! when she was moved to burn the city. She was moved to do some smudging even <laughs> though she was warned that they were in an extreme drought state. Okay, let's let's back up. Let's back up. So this group bounces 
from California to Hawaii to Colorado they end up in. Yeah, which and I would love to have the travel budget that these people My goodness, I'd love to live like, in Colorado, like, California, or Hawaii. You know, like, <laughs> Galactics are telling me that we need to get on a plane and just rent some beachfront property in Hawaii yeah, right now. Right, exactly. But anyway, they end up in uh, Colorado. They arrive there at the height of drought season. It hasn't rained in months. The, they're warned by a well-meaning... You know, local that, that reporter who sees them at a park smoking, and they're like, "Are you lighting something? You can't be lighting stuff here. You're gonna start a fire." And, and I think they think she's just being like uncool because oh, hey, it's like, man, "Oh, you shouldn't smoke your weed here" or something. Wrong? But really, yeah. she's literally like, "Like, please don't you start cannot... a forest fire." <laughs> and what happens open... later? Within, I assume, a shorter period of time, this one she's obviously... moved to do some sage smudging, and then uh, it's just horrible. Like their entire house yes. and like the surrounding brush like goes yes. up in flames and then they just boat away As while the first the, responders are still yeah. there like desperately trying to put the flames out they literally just like get in their boat and like drive away while filming themselves yes. being like oh man our, the house had an accident <laughs> it's like well yeah i love the passive language that is used by this person it's like uh i was or what did she blame the galactics or yes like the galactics were moving her to do some smudging and then so it's really Robin Williams' done. fault again. Not <laughs> for Robin Williams. Robin Williams is, and, can't catch a break here. <laughs> but you know the thing I actually thought you were going to say <laughs> when you brought up the fact that it's like this woman that calls herself mother, and we're ta- let's talk about the oh, sage yeah. woman because she had brought her kids to this. But you, although eventually, fortunately, her parents came and picked them up or something. Yeah, thank goodness. I actually thought you were going to say the nerve of the oh, yeah, original sure. woman to call herself totally abandon. Yeah her three actual children and then call herself Mother God and take on all these other people that are now, like, her quote-unquote children. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of messed up. pretty galling, yeah. And to, like, presume to call yourself the mother of all when you can't even, like, be expected to take care of the actual people you have mothered, but whatever. Although, ultimately, I mean, maybe those people were better off without her. And maybe oh, some... Maybe we, the most generous interpretation is that maybe she knew that it would be safer for her children not to come with her on this journey. So, yeah. And I mean, ultimately, it probably it was, was. But it didn't have to go down like that. But I, uh, <clears throat> I really don't think this could have existed without the internet. No, I mean, they were ma- their all. their income stream was all internet. Mm-hmm. Like this group would have just been some broke weirdos in like a house or something i mean like you mentioned charles manson had to send his like women out into like the actual crowds in san francisco and like lure them back to like the you know desert right like it took fuck work you know people had had to to, like get their hands dirty yeah like like, other groups it's like yeah like other groups before the internet it's like or you had to like meet someone and invite them to come to your church and then they'd have to come several yeah. for several weeks and then you invite them to like a picnic and then you're like, hey, do you want to come play music with us afterwards? But it's like, yeah. yes, it's a trap. And like, you know, but now this is more just like you find the people that already are looking to join something like your group and then just lure them in. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was an Australian woman mm-hmm. and just, you know, there were people from all over that yes. got ensnared in this. Yes. But I think something that I'm sure you have observed in these groups scenarios is that as the final boss god proves it's like there's really no vetting process for these type of groups when they get to a certain point you know what i mean like once you get big enough there's really no filtering process and like anyone that wants to like force their way in 
like I felt so bad for that one 65 year old woman or whatever that like joined them that was like the older woman right and she like obviously was just like there to like dance with like the flowers or whatever like, yeah like, not, she just she, like she seemed very like well little ditzy but like well-meaning she was like know. well-meaning she was like still sort of trying to like take care of people and, and then like, the meth head guy comes in and he's like making her listen to like pantera and like yeah like, like no <laughs> yeah because this final father god it's like doing meth and it's like this is not the vibe she like signing up for you I, know? Like, I do feel like Mother God's, like, God selection process. Like, they each served a role. And so, like, Mm -hmm. the first few were utilitarian. But then towards the end, I think maybe she just thought that guy was hot or something. I mean, he wasn't, like, necessarily attractive. But he was the kind of person that, like, imposes their masculinity on people in a way that I think some people are attracted by. I guess. Yeah. You, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it doesn't do much. I mean, I'm not... Even if I was gay... I'm would, not, like, really attracted to, like, who scary, scary, methy, like, yeah. abuser-type exactly. people, I think. But, like, there's a certain vibe that that guy has. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like, so some people find that Yes, and I think reason. that... That... Like, a profile. like, he was able to leverage whatever it was about his vibe that she found appealing. Mm-hmm. He was able to leverage that to get her to, like, accept him. And then it's like, even the people in the group were like, this guy's so scary. They even tried to leave him behind at one point. They did. Because, like, he went to, like... He went on, like, some kind of, like, a meth bender where he, like, even had to, like, leave. Like, it was, like, even too much for their, like, little, like, house or whatever. So he'd, like, go, like, away for a few days. And then they just, like, I think they convinced her to move and they all kind of drove away. They they drove from Colorado <laughs> to Oregon to try to, like, get away from him. But then he, like, somehow then followed them. Then he found them and they had to all be like, yay, you're here. <laughs> and it was like, I think her thing was like. She was like, love over meth. Yes. Her thing was that she wanted to heal, like, fix <sighs> him. Like, he would give up meth to be with her. And also, because, I mean, I guess the meth was even, like, a shade too far, even for her and her constant inebriation. Yes. But also, I think it was, like, she at some point said something about how, like, it was the fact that he kind of, he embodies the demon and he looks the most unlovable because he's, like, the yin to her yang and that, like, you're the most godlike when you're loving the person least deserving of love. And she's going to, like, physically prove that by, like, forcing this entire group to accept him as father god and, like, her partner. Yes. Even though you're right, he's just, like, angrily, like, making them listen to, like, Pantera and, like berating people and like breaking things and yes. everyone else is just like <laughs> like yeah i forgot the breaking things yeah. yeah he's just he's just like he has a very i don't know like i i don't know if he was actually doing steroids but he has like his entire personality is like a very red ragey like yes yeah i feel like i've seen him traipsing around grace hudson park and yeah like he just, he's the guy he's the like... person that's like on things but in a way that has made them just completely toxic because there's other people that are deeply troubled and are, like, on things, and maybe it makes them shifty and dangerous in various ways, but there's still, like, a lot of love and humanity on the surface. And this is just not the case with him. Yeah. Um, but, but it is sad how, so it ends with her just deteriorating down to just nothingness. It's like she's obviously dying for a prolonged period of time. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. 
I get like when you're doing well how it's like you can possibly sell the idea of don't trust western medicine and the, you want to go to get sick you go to a hospital and you know what I mean that kind of thinking when you're literally on death's door it's like when it's like you've turned how blue could it possibly be worse than like what is happening now like let's I know you don't believe in it but like maybe just let's try it you know what I mean let's try western medicine one time you know <laughs> but up until the very end she clings to the idea that or at least now, I would actually, no, clings to isn't fair because there were times when she was very low when she actually would say, maybe I'm not God and maybe I should go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. But then that, like, the meth, meth, go- meth, meth guy, guy meth guy, meth like, <laughs> Yes, like, he, the final boss, Father God, would, like, talk her back into it. Or the financial guy. Yeah, because he wants to He was also, like, yes, so, like, he would, look, there were a couple times where the people said that, like, some of the members of the group were even mm-hmm. concerned enough that they were kind of, like... Maybe trying to talk her down and be like, maybe we can just, you know. But then he would, the financial guy, mm-hmm. if it wasn't the financial guy, it would be the father god guy, would get her alone and they would just talk her back into the delusion, is basically mm-hmm. how it sounded. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's like, she doesn't want to go to the hospital and she's just looking worse and worse, but she... Other than those moments where she would be, you know, maybe either you could say she was just very lucid in those moments or just, you know, she was so weak that she was willing to, like, accept help. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time, she just continues with this idea that the galactic jet possibly, I don't know if it's going to be piloted by Donald Trump or if it's going to be Robin Williams or who's driving the jet, but it's coming to pick her up and that. She's dying, but she expects to kind of just her to be picked up. Like, she's going to be taken away in a spaceship. Mm -hmm. And they did have this whole thing where they're, like, seeing spaceships in clouds. Like, basically, any time a cloud kind of is shaped like a spaceship, I guess, they're like, a spaceship is hiding in that cloud. Or the spaceship is the cloud. Yeah, I'm not sure. Or maybe I'm confusing this. I'm confusing it with that nope nope movie. movie. (laughs) But it was kind of the same thing as far as the cloud that looks like a spaceship and Mm -hmm. then turns out to be a spaceship. That cloud hasn't moved and whatever wrong. Of course, in their case, tragically, none of the clouds turned out to be a spaceship, at least in the sense of, you know, coming to get her. Yeah, that was really sad to hear that one guy to be like, hey, come on. Like, he wanted... They desperately want... Like, that was the sad thing is that these group members really did seem to, like, many of them seemed to just honestly... Believe. Believe. Like, they really thought the spaceship was coming... And they're becoming just increasingly distraught as the spaceship doesn't come for her as she deteriorates. And even after she's And even after, dead, that's, like... that's I think, why they panicked and didn't know what to do with her body also, is because yeah. they expected her to and her body to be picked up by the spaceship. They weren't expecting her to leave her body. Mm-hmm. And so now they just have this body and they don't... And she never gave them, I think, instructions about what to do if she left her body. Mm-hmm. So they were all kind of just suddenly, even though, like I said, she was being puppeted by these other people, she was still kind of the heart of the situation in a way where all of these people just seem completely at loose ends. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just really thrown when she dies. Obviously, it's also really, really traumatic because they just really didn't think she was dying, even though I think they... The evidence that she was dying was incredibly clear, but they're so deep... So bad. She looked so bad that I was honestly surprised that she didn't die sooner, just from, like, the video footage of how bad she was looking for how long. But I think they were so deep in the illusion, or the delusion, Mm -hmm. 
that they still thought that she was just going to be picked up and taken away. They didn't know they were just going to be suddenly left with just an actual dead body. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, didn't seem to have a game plan. They didn't have a game plan, so then they like took her camping in the woods for a while. Weren't they going to do a Viking funeral? Or I something? think that that was one that that well, that's where it's like they didn't. She didn't leave clear instructions what to do. That was like Father body. Multiverse's idea. Or it was just that was. side guy. What was that side ponytail guy's name? Oh yeah. It wasn't one of the fathers. It was just like a side, you know, yeah. higher up group member. I don't remember. But I think at one point he had gotten people not to Buddha. agree. No, not that guy. It was a different that one. Was I guy can't with remember his name. But, slipping my mind, but yeah. But I think yeah. So they had they were gonna do the Viking funeral, but then I think was it final boss fa- Father Meth God decided they couldn't do that. So then instead they just like drove the body after camping in the woods for like a couple weeks with the body. They then drove it across several states, just like back to the main house. Although, and the, the real re- the real impetus for him wanting to drive back was because he discovered that financial ex-father god was draining <laughs> sure. the account. They had they had like 300 plus thousand dollars in the bank and they discovered that financial guy who'd been left behind was like just draining it. Yes. And of course it was all in his name so it was easy for him to do and he was just like he was just gonna cut and run. Which I guess he could just keep all the money? It was in, the bank accounts were in his name. I mean I think legally Yeah. They didn't have it like a legal right. recourse. No. And I'm sure there was just so much else going on. They just needed to, like, not be taken down for, like, her, like, manslaughter or whatever. <clears throat> but, but yeah. So, I mean, so then they just drive back and they still have the body. And they just kind of, like, I don't know if that's when they put decorated her with the sparkles or, like, what exactly happened. I think, yes, by the time they got back there, I think that's when that happened, yes. But, yes, yeah, so he... Financial guy. Financial guy. After draining all the accounts, goes to the police. Well, I think also he had not only had he finished draining the accounts, but yes, I think them showing up because he drains accounts. They show up with body. He he then goes to police to make it look like he's the victim. Well, I mean, I think he's smart enough to know that like it's gonna look real bad if he just kind of keeps the body in the house. He has his money. Yes, and he knows he needs to like exit this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so then he reports it to the police. He's like, these people. Like, I didn't I invite them. They They're just staying up. at my wow, house. Why are you oh. here? Oh my, what's going on? Yeah. So then, of course, the police come and are just, I yeah. think, deeply like. This is why I'm not a police officer, among other reasons. I don't want to have to show up somewhere and find someone in a mummified, like in a sleeping bag with sparkle. And I'm sure there's much worse things that police have to find. But like, yeah, I but don't want to like... find a mummy like wrapped with like. Christmas lights and sparkles and stuff. Like, just, please, no. Yes, I'm sure it, much like being in the military, it's a lot of, like, very long, boring, mundane parts and then just and the then worst just thing you've ever, ever seen or could imagine. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you're pulling somebody over for having a broken taillight. You're picking up a dead deer off the road. And then it's like you go to a house and it's like, and it's like why? There's we five beans. Do this. There's five beans here. Yes, that was the thing when the police kind of showed up. The they showed up. I think they showed up and they, yeah. yes. 
Yes, which is, it is fascinating to be able to see so much actual footage rather yes. than, I love that as as opposed to like when there's like dramatic reenactments of things yeah. and you're like, did it happen like this? But no, it really happened like this. Like the police show up yeah. and they're like, you know, they show up and kind of this, I think this is probably like a standard way you do like a welfare check or something. They're like, you know, who's at the house with you? Who's, who's here? And the people are like, well, there are five beings. And I think that was Father Meth Daddy. Yeah. And it just, from there, it just yeah. kind of really goes down. Although, whose children were there at that time? They said a child, but, you know, I think I actually realized later he, when he said five beings and a child, when the child he was referring to was Mother God. Oh. Because remember in the end after... So you're saying there were no children there at the end? After she died. I'm sure. No, I that's, thought I read that there were children in the house. That was what I thought, but then I think he might have been referring to her because... You might be right. Well, because we the children that I originally thought were there had been picked got, up already. I was and thinking then, maybe these were different children. That's what I was thinking, too. But the reason I started to think it might have actually been Mother God is that after she died, remember he said she turned back into a child? Hmm. I thought that was just like a poetic... But then, um, but I think he, but then I think, but then when, then I thought back to when the police showed up and he was like, there's five beings and a child, then he was like, she's, they were like, where is, she, where are they? And he was like, she's in the back room. So I think he was just referring to her as the child and the five beings were just the live, living, um, people. Either yes. way, just as a police officer, I feel like that would be a real low moment. Just for humanity in general, just real sad and terrible. Brought you to this lowly state. <laughs> um, yeah, just to find someone mummified in a sleeping bag covered with Christmas tree lights. I think it's the the juxtaposition of the gravity of like a dead body and the like general good feelings and merriment and color that we have from Christmas lights and, like, the kind of casual lightheartedness of sparkles that's so disturbing to have those things combined. But that's whole, they're part of their whole, like, thing about, if you want, like, remember how they're doing the live stream and they're like, you want to say that she died, whatever, she ascended, deal that's, with it. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. It's like, these people are still going. Like, there are members yeah. of this group Right that now, that still, are still believing this was believe, true. Like, they still, like, they can't bring themselves to just be like, I thought this was going to happen, and it had to have been horrific. Of course. To be, like, thinking that this was going to happen, and then she just actually dies. And, but they're still just like, they were, they're like, it didn't happen the way we thought it would. No, it didn't. But... We refuse to, like, say that she died because she didn't, she ascended just in a slightly surprising way that looked more like death than we thought it would. Yeah, and they're still like, she accomplished so much. And it's like, what did she what accomplish? Did she accomplish? Like, that's the other thing. They're like, they, she completed her mission. What was she accomplished the mission? To die in writhing in pain. If that was the mission, you completed the mission, I guess. To, I guess, make some people aware of her and the things that she believed through the live stream and also now through this, you know, people finding out about, like, the documentary and stuff? Question mark? Well, I mean, one thing we haven't even... There's so much to talk about with these people because there's, there's so much. But, like, they at one point near the end appear on Dr. Phil. And I feel like... At first it was a not I, success for everyone. No, it was a... a it was clear. one of these things where 
No one got what they wanted out of the situation, and it was awful. I mean, Everyone I, I dislike Dr. Phil. Well, who, yeah. Dr. Phil is just complete garbage TV. Well, you know, a side conversation we could have is uh, how much Oprah is to blame for some of the ghouls that we have to deal with, like Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil. And, Oprah like, needs to, like, stop. Dr. Drew and, like, Oprah all these, Oprah needs to like, stop, like, promoting people. Yeah. She just needs to, like, quietly live with her money. Exactly. But anyway, yeah, so they, the, her Earth family... We haven't even got, we haven't even gotten to this, but like her. I feel like this is this is problematic because we had like three documentaries we wanted to talk about. And I feel like this is we're never going to get through. We're going to have to do like a part two just about like the other like related. I can't pieces. even. There is just there's a never ending amount of things to say about this particular thing. There's so much. But as you were saying, the doctor felt it was just a complete waste of everyone's time. Okay, so Earth family of and she calls her original family earth family just for clarification so she her earth family uh her mother and i don't know if her children are involved in i this. think it was there her it children was, were minors still i think so it was just her mother and her was, sister yeah so her mother and her people. sister are contacted by dr phil dr phil and because her mother and her sister had been yeah, on the internet just, trying to I think trying to network with other people who had loved ones that were in this yes. group and just, they really wanted, they wanted to help her. They told her that she could come home and like, they would try to help her get well. But mm-hmm. she was obviously like totally disinterested in that and just said that they were like betrayers of like the Galactic Mission or whatever. <laughs> so, so many Judas's, so little time. But, um, so yes, yeah, so, so they go on Dr. Phil and I think this goes back to what I was saying with when I started watching this documentary, I was like, wow, they got a lot of these people on camera. How did they, like, convince all these people to talk about this just embarrassing, horrific experience that I wouldn't... You couldn't waterboard this information out of me. Like, I would never admit to, like, being a part of this, <laughs> like, ever. But going back to the Dr. Phil thing, she agrees to be on Dr. Phil because... I don't think these people view any publicity as bad publicity. Yeah, there's like, like more people will hear about. Well, it goes back to their the live streaming. The, it's just the, they want everything full transparency. Like, they want hopefully every, as many reach people as many can see as much. Yes, because I mean, they showed like, things on the live stream that were like, you wouldn't want. This is not good advertising for your group. No. But it's like any any amount of anyone seeing anything to them was like a win. Yeah. Well, if we can get one more person, but it's like roped in. It looked bad on Doctor Phil. I think the family was hoping that Dr. Phil would offer her, like, because st- sometimes I think, I think when Dr. Phil was first starting, he would, like, offer people, like, he would pay for them to go to rehab or something. He's there for the freak show. Oh, I know. But they were, they were hoping that he was going to, like, offer her to take her to rehab or something that would be, like, enough of a carrot for her if she secretly wanted help to go for it. But he didn't, of course. And it was just a complete, like, the group looked bad, and the parents mm. were, compl- and the families and the loved ones were completely dissatisfied and saddened, and it was just awful. Yeah. Just terrible. Yeah, the worst. So, no, yeah, nobody got what they wanted out of the Dr. Phil experience. Um, she's, like, only six months away from her demise, so she's not looking good at all. Yeah, like, she looks bad. Um, I think, I don't think she was actually at the Dr. Phil studio. I no, think she was just was video conferencing. Video conferencing. I think only, like, her mom was the only one that actually was at the studio. studio. I think the other people yeah. were all just, like, video, like, zooming in or whatever. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Anyway. Oh, so, what? yeah, what else I was going to say is that there is a counter group of 
concerned family members, as there often is with these. There's always a website of concerned family members, like, on the side. Which I guess this, if we wanted to, like, segue into our discussion of the Twin Flames documentary that we also just got done watching. Yes, it's exactly the same thing, where there's a side, you know... so-and-so exposed. It's usually run by a couple moms and maybe some family sisters members, and, like, some friends, other family members that are, relatives, like, trying yeah. to gather evidence. Because it's... The thing that's so sad... Uh, one of the many things that's so sad is when you see the family members of someone that's been taken by a group like this mm-hmm. and how impotent they are in their attempts to... For example, when you know that someone is basically dying slowly... Mm-hmm. And you, like, called the police, but the police can't really do anything because this is an adult who's there mm-hmm. voluntarily. Mm-hmm. You know, the police might do, like, a well check and it's, like... Yeah. It, it, unless they see, like, a lot of cocaine out on the table or something, it's, like, they're not going to do anything. that's cocaine? Yeah, know. it's just... Yeah, so it's one of these things where it's so sad because the family members are trying to, like, gather enough evidence that someone will take them seriously and, like, rescue their family member before it's too late, and they just never are able to, like, do enough to, like, get their loved ones out. It's just, yeah, it's awful. Yeah. But, I mean, did you want to segue into talking about Twin Flames, I mean, or is was there, there more to say I about I mean, is there this? anything it's else just, to say about this I don't group? know. I, I mean, mean, just, yeah. There's let, a lot to unravel, but... There I, is more to unravel, but I think we can... Maybe I think we, we can hit even... the main points. Let, let's, let's go into Twin Flames. This is a good... Entry point, and I think related in another way also. Mm. Not just in the sense that, um, like we said, that there's, you know, the group of concerned family members, like, meeting on the internet to try to take them down or to get their loved ones out. They actually mentioned Twin Flames in the this concept, original not thing. The, group. the concept, not the group. The concept... You, I've they, never heard... Have you heard of this concept I had before? not really heard of this concept I was before, not aware of this. But they mentioned it, you know... In, in the documentary we're just now talking about, they mentioned it as having to do with perhaps this kind of explains part of what we were talking dating. about. Perhaps this kind of explains somewhat what we were talking about, about how she's with the, you know, the final father, mm-hmm. final father God, and he's so awful, but she, like, insists on shoehorning him to the group, because I think she said that he was her twin flame, and that's why they, like, had to be together. The idea of twin flames is that you're two souls in one body, and so we also recently watched... The documentary, was it called Twin Flames? Uh, yes, probably. And this was a group that I had not heard of before, mm-hmm. and I was shook. Another internet cult, internet-based cult, uh, they did have a, a live meetup or, or two. They did. The live um, meetup seemed kind of not well attended. It's like a small side room like in a like holiday, a hotel It's conference like a holiday in conference got, room. You got like 50 and people. It's like you, you can it was fill the kind front of that kind of. Yes. It was kind of actually very disappointing it how few people they got. Really, yeah. okay. But they did damage a lot of people's lives in surprising still, still and going, horrific. Still things. going out there, like twin. Fl- you, apparently, they're still accepting new. Okay, so twin flames seems to be a couple that are that are kind of spearheading the whole thing i don't thing. remember their names we i don't remember their names either yeah it doesn't matter but we've got like twin flames guy and twin flames lady and mother god and, and father god they do not refer to themselves as god though no but like they just are they just claim that they are twin flames they're directing these people's and, lives though. and it's it's interesting in the sense that this is one of the first groups that i've seen that kind of started as like 
it's it's of course we've got the MLM aspect because like I mean oh, like all of these groups yes. now are like internet based MLMs basically. But the thing that's interesting about this is that it's kind of like a dating and love help. Like it's like it's like you're lonely and you're looking for a partner, mm. and that's kind of an interesting entry point. But yes. then it just becomes an entire lifestyle of despair. And I'm actually shocked at the links that these people suck people into. Because it's like, okay, it starts out where it's just like, okay, this couple says that they are twin flames. And that they, and that if, when you're in a relationship where you're twin flame, of course, they make a lot of claims about how your life will be better in all these ways. And, you know, your sex life's going to be banging and you're just going to be so alive and Mm -hmm. things are going to be so great and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, buy our e-courses so you can learn how to find your own twin flame. Mm-hmm. But then it just it gets so weird and so dark so fast because mm-hmm. it seems like basically what happens is that they find a couple couples that they kind of put together within this universe. And just they then say that they somehow have the special power mm-hmm. to identify when someone is your twin flame. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, you and this random person that you happen to be with are twin flames. This is proof of our success. Well, it, yes. In this... And Sorry, go on. The way that it's a multi-level marketing scheme mm-hmm. is that you, much like many of these other, like, you know, internet, like, it's a trap kind of groups, you pay to take classes on how to then trap other people into paying you to take classes. It's a classes on how to teach classes. Yes, which, I mean, all of these traps are. It's like you're going to take a course on how to sell courses. <laughs> and, but in this case, the very specific kind of courses that you're selling are about how to find your twin flame. But if everyone's teaching courses, who will buy the course? <laughs> because you have to, even while you're teaching the courses, you simultaneously have to continue buying more courses. To continue teaching like courses. like the shape that we're drawing around. <laughs> this is, is pyramidical. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> But, so the thing is that they, you, of course, they need to be like, well, these people are twin flames. This proves that our method works. <laughs> but they seem to just kind of arbitrarily like pick you this random couple with. and just say that they're twin flames. Well, and so they make these very... T- well, I, feel, I feel like when people first started coming to them... It was they were like, like the person you're with. My is boyfriend twin flame. is. And it's like he's not, your twin flame. He's not being responsive, or this guy at work who doesn't seem interested in me. But then but it's I'm like, interested in him, and they're like, "Well, he's your twin flame. You need to go and so don't let anything like, stop you." And it's like they encourage, they like basically like pressure people into becoming stalkers. Basically, yes. One woman actually was like arrested, arrested yes. for like stalking. Like she like went to jail, and yes. like she like is suffered like huge consequences. Like she was fired from her job. Like all kinds of horrible things have happened. Mm-hmm. Another person is with this like super abusive guy, and she like can't leave him. Well, he's a twin flame. How can you leave your twin flame, right? And it's her fault that he has like obviously like some severe mental things going on because mm-hmm. maybe she just loved him harder. He would be like magically healed. Um, but wasn't, was this the guy that she randomly met on? This is the guy who sent her a message. Okay. Yeah. So the one woman, like this guy sends her a message and she's creeped out by it, but then they tell her that she like has to be with him and she's like shaking and crying, mm-hmm. but like they're like pressuring her so hard that she like, <clears throat> has to be with this guy. So it already seems very terrible, right? But it gets so much worse. Mm-hmm. I don't want to forget this, so I'm just going to say Okay. 
I do want to talk about Ow after the Dr. Phil thing with Mother God. She, <laughs> she, I think, stepped into a little bit of a cultural kerfuffle that she didn't really expect when she proclaimed herself to be the oh oh Hawaiian oh oh and I meant oh God. and I meant to bring that up too because I was gonna say after the thing that I said about how she abandons her actual children, mm-hmm. she then also claims to be like a really important Hawaiian goddess when they're living I, in Hawaii. I wasn't really familiar with this goddess, but like apparently it's very. Like she, the Hawaiian people seemed pretty offended. They were furious. The natives to the point were that she was pleased. driven from got, Hawaii. Like they got people. Yeah, the mayor like, came over to the house apparently and was like, "Leave!" Like no, it was really bad. I mean, it's just like it's like it's this like white woman. I mean, a, she was, it's a blue step woman beyond, comes in it's a and tells you that she's her, Oh, it's way worse than cultural. I mean, cultural domination, if anything. You know? Yeah, it's like a person from outside your culture shows up. And there's already, I think, tension between, you know, Hawaiian natives and, like, tourists mm-hmm. and white people and, you know, people moving to Hawaii from outside. Mm-hmm. But this woman shows up and then just proclaims <laughs> that she is their goddess. They were not happy. And they they shut that down. Yeah, they were they just were, like, no. Yeah, they were they were over that. Like, no, bitch, no. <laughs> like, they broke some windows. There was some threats made. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, she was, she was ousted. Anyway, going but back going to back the Twin Flames. Flames so... So they, so already it seems like, you know, the, the people in this group are miserable. Yes. And they're all being, like, pressured to be in these relationships that are terrible for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even, like, you know, just, just the indignity. But then it's like there's a problem because obviously there's more women in the group than men. Uh-huh. And where you kind of think it's going, because most of these groups go in the direction yeah. where it's like, okay, so men will have multiple wives, or maybe the group leader will just start kind of doing everybody. That's not what happens at all. I didn't see this one coming. I didn't either. Instead, the group leaders say that they're now going to just start sensing the masculine and feminine people, and they... Apparently, you have no choice in the matter either. If yes, they decide you're a masculine energy, you just are. And, you don't and if they decide you're a so. feminine energy, you are. And the interesting thing, too, is that it's like... They seem, like, simultaneously to be... They're not, like... They're not into, like... Masculine-masculine or feminine-feminine relationships. Because each relationship, they, according to them, has to have a masculine and a feminine. But they see no problem with pressuring people to just become a masculine or feminine against Mm -hmm. their will. So it's like, you could be a guy, and they're just like, you know, we think you're more of a feminine energy, and so Mm -hmm. now you're just going to be with this other guy, even though you're not interested in men, or you weren't before. Mm -hmm. Your energies will be attracted to each other. Mm Mm-hmm. So a lot of what we have, though, is, like, they've put two women together and just, like, told one of the women that you're the masculine, you're the masculine mm-hmm. and you have, like, a spirit penis, so you can, like, be with this woman who previously was penis. only, yes. Yeah. So it's, like, a woman who previously only wanted to be with, like, a man, and another woman who previously also wanted to be with a man... But it's like, now you have to be together, and we're going to take it a step further and start pressuring you to, like, make physical changes. Like, I guess the spirit penis isn't enough, because now they're, like, pressuring people to, like, Mm. actually have, like, 
physical surgeries to align mm-hmm. themselves with whichever, you know, masculine or feminine energy they've been assigned. So, I mean, there are people having, like, surgeries that it's, like, serious. Like, you know, if you actually aren't transgender and you're, like, weird group that you're in has, like, pressured you to, like, have, like, you know, operations and take pills and things mm-hmm. to, like, it, it gets so weird and so mm-hmm. unexpectedly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so bad. And it's bad for, like, actual trans people, too. It's terrible for actual trans people. Like, this is exactly what people imagine is going on with every trans person. But I, I did appreciate the documentary had an actual yes, they brought in some trans, like, journalist who was commenting on the situation to kind of shed light on it from that angle and be like, this is really, this, what's happening in this group is really atrocious and not at all representative representative of like more like regular actual trans people's experience like these aren't trans people these are people that are just being experimented on and pressured into transforming themselves by the weird group that they're in Mm -hmm. not because of who they actually feel like they are inside which is kind of the opposite of trans Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's not, these people aren't changing because this is who they truly are inside. They, these people are just changing because someone outside of them is telling them they need to conform to this idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of this stuff is really frustrating because I think that there are absolutely legitimately trans people in the world. And this is like every conservative like fever dream of like what this is going on like they're being pressured into this they don't have any agency somebody's telling them that this is like a good idea no it's it's terrible because yeah i I hate that we have to i hate that i have to preface this by saying like i am absolutely not saying anything bad about like actual trans people Mm -hmm. but i i want to make that clear obviously that i'm not saying like oh it's so terrible this like group is like has all these trans people it's not about that It's like this group is, like, weirdly manipulating people into trying to conform to this idea of who their twin flame is and, like, taking it so incredibly far. Just because their, like, ideas initially didn't work out and this is what they have, like, led themselves to, like, start telling people is that, like, you have to start, like, pairing off with the people inside the group because we're not, it's not work, we're not having a high success rate with you, like, stalking random people or like mashing you exactly because with like the problem is the random people the don't always get led into the group so no. it's easier to take two people that are already in the group and like then they're just bought in push them together you know whatever it takes and it's well and it's particularly disturbing too because it's weird it's weird because it's like yes they're making all these people be trans but they obviously aren't really accepting of like a spectrum of sexuality because I mean obviously they, they they're not a, they're not just being like hey two lesbians can be twin flames or like mm-hmm. these two guys can like be you twin have flames. to be like, masculine and you, you have, have to, to conform no to this kiss. weird idea of the masculine and the feminine coming together yeah but in like this extreme and like forced way yes and yeah and then the group members decide that like not the group members the group leaders decide that they are going to have a baby. Yeah. But they the baby is going to be they're having IVF, but they claim that they're having the IVF. And once again, we have lots of actual footage because these people have like made a bunch of like internet videos and stuff. Well, and they also cl- there was like a hard drive that was uh 
secreted away at some point yes, by yeah, a disgruntled group yeah, member yeah. who wasn't being paid for their services. Or yeah, whatever. that's when we get to like the intergroup like espionage and everything where yes. people are like hiding like files and stuff. And but, like every like Zoom call has been like documented. So, but so yes, yeah, so the group leaders decide they're going to have a baby, and they claim their baby is going to be their third flame, which is a concept that they've never mentioned before. They've just made this up. Yeah. Not only is she, okay, she's going to be the third flame, but they also say that she's going to be celibate, which means that like, I guess they are saying that maybe as a maybe partially because they want to make it clear that they're not going to like sexually abuse her, but also it's super weird and abusive in the sense that it's like she doesn't even as an adult get to ever have a romantic relationship. Yeah. Question mark. Well, so you can annex a fourth flame onto your grafted onto your tri-flames i don't know and it starts to get weird too because it's like now it's i don't know it's sort of implied that there's this whole other like spiritual aspect to the entire situation that like i just don't even understand and just it just what is even happening you know yeah it's amazing how these people can just pull things out of thin air whenever it suits them and it's like i'm getting just uh, this just in i'm just getting a, a new message here <laughs> A third flame, yes, a third flame. Right. I didn't. I never mentioned this before, but. But they also like news. some of the disgruntled ex group members also seemed to think that maybe they also had the baby as kind of like a distraction, kind of like when you have like a failing marriage and you decide to have an emergency like band aid baby. I feel like they maybe were like having this baby as a distraction from the fact that, like, some aspects of their group were imploding. Like, you know, the one woman had been arrested for stalking and there were some other problems going on. So it's like, hey, group members, this exciting thing is happening. We're having a baby. Also, they started building a compound. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're all going to be moving to the compound. But meanwhile, unlike the um, Love Has One group that we were just talking about, Many of these group members were like leaving. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's a, that's a big difference there. Is that like with love has won, we have a smaller group, but everyone just kind of seems to still be in it. Mm-hmm. With this group, while they are still going strong, and the group landers have not died or been arrested, still yet. like many of the people that were once pretty high up in the group have like fled in the night. Like they've just like driven away and been like, "This has been a huge mistake." I think the difference is that what Love Has One is selling isn't exactly the same as what this Twin Flame group is selling. Like For the, sure. Like, I think the thing that I think makes them not as sticky is that they are promising something in the name. Like, you're going to find your Twin Flame. Mm-hmm. Like, you are going to find the person you are meant to be with. Right. And it's like, if you don't, then it's like, well, what am I doing here? Or if they tell you that you have, but then it's like, the person that's supposedly your twin flame is, like, spousally raping you, and you hate them, and you're like, you know, this has been a big sham, I think I'll escape in the night. Like, which is, mm-hmm. like, literally what happens to, like, some of the group members. Whereas, like, like what is Love Has One really promising, other than that this woman's going to be ascended in a spaceship with Robin Williams and Donald Trump, like you can kind of just morph that into whatever. I mean, they're, they're still good. They still have like murals of her that they're like still like worshiping. They've like, in front they of paid the place that makes the blanket into like a giant 
yeah photo blanket to make a giant photo blanket of her and like yeah when they're not making the like t-shirts for the people in 90 day fiance they're like pumping out this right. like giant mural for right. them to um to be in front of but um yeah so yeah like i feel like there was some financial crimes that there were hinted at by the twin flames yeah i people. think that was the other thing there were financial crimes but, I'm but they haven't been exactly taken away uh, as of yet, and I think they're still going because they were like, the, we deny all these charges. Yes, yeah, so I'm not, I don't even tr- remember the exact details. Yeah, it's been a little the, while since It's just like a general this, embezzlement, I think. I definitely saw some, I don't know, shady business dealings being alluded to anyway, but. Yeah. I mean, it's a giant pyramid scheme yeah well but just with this like weird side element of like mm-hmm. all the weird stuff that they're doing to the people inside the group well and then they like to further uh... the mlm aspect they try to like prop up these people that they forced into these sham marriages as uh... like advertisements for their method to like try to rope new people in that's where i think their group crumbles though is because like the fact that they pair people up does put them in a position where the people that have been paired up together, you then have someone to talk to. Whereas I think in Love Has Won, we don't really get much information about the relationships of the people beyond, you know, Mother God. She has all her, you know, Yeah, God, I, I wanted to know others. more about but that aspect, and they didn't really get into that. I don't know if the other people have, you know, their own, you know, personal, like, romantic relationships. Are they allowed to? The- or are they just so busy, like, taking care of her? Because, I mean, they're, like, combing her hair and washing her feet and stuff all day. So. Writing down every Every time thing. she drinks, like, the colloidal silver and everything that Robin Williams says. So I don't know if they had time for personal relationships. But one thing that personal relationships bring about is that you have someone to talk to. Even if you and that person have tension between you, mm-hmm. you still might form an alliance in a way like because i mean one of the higher up people in the group who eventually left it was like her and the guy that she'd been paired with who did not work out as a couple they still left together and took her sister with them Mm -hmm. like they still were able like even though they i think had a terrible relationship and didn't like each other as partners Mm -hmm. they were still together enough that they were able to talk about it and be like this is really awful and we need to just leave. Let's, like, drive to, like, whatever state, pick your sister up, and then let's just all leave together. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, I think the fact that they were paired up, that was the downfall of the group in the sense that, like, when you create, like, tiny alliances, the people in the tiny alliance might leave together or, like, talk to each other. And when you have that sounding board who understands what you're going through, like, even if it's, like, you're not really twin flames and your relationship as, like, a couple's not great, you still might be, like, you know... We can both agree that this is terrible. Let's drive away in the night, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't think that they have that maybe in, you know, Love Has Won. It's like... Everyone's just kind of subservient to Mother God and that's it. Yeah, it's not like you're your own kind of little alliance where you could talk to each other and be like, you know what, this is awful. Let's just, like, get out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although I did think it was interesting that, like, in the end, the people from Love Has Won mostly ended up in, like, weird little pairings. Because, surprisingly, Ultimate Big Boss, Father God, and Father Multiverse are, like, living together. Mm-hmm. You know, that that kind of shocked me. Mm-hmm. That is, I guess, the kind of the opposite, too, of the Twin Flames in the sense that 
the couples from the Twin Flames maybe leave together, but then, like, immediately break up and go their separate ways and try Mm -hmm. to, like, heal on their own. Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas the people from Love Has Won have just kind of left, you know, in you know, or they've been left by, you know, their leader, but they're kind of left behind in these, like, weird little couples that they've formed. Like, they're, like, living together or working together or, like, whatever. So they've, like, actually formed their own couples, not necessarily romantically, but, like, in some sense. Versus the other people that are all, like, even, like, the woman and her sister, like, from that group that I was talking about where like the woman and her partner leave together and they get her sister out and they leave. She and her sister even like have it like basically are like estranged now. Cause like, they're just like too many horrible things have happened for them to like even spend time with each other. Mm-hmm. You're part of this weird 